Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, January 3rd. On this date in 1967, Jack Ruby, the man who shot and killed President Kennedy's assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, died in a Dallas hospital. On this date in 1977, Apple Computer was incorporated in California. It released its first Macintosh computer in 1994. The very first iPhone came in 2007. And here's your morning trivia question. On this date in 1959, American school children had to get used to a new fact. There were, as of that date, 49 states. But which state was our 49th, Alaska or Hawaii? I'll tell you in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's check in on that forecast. And good Wednesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Let's get a look at your forecast for today. We'll start out this morning cold with temperatures that are near freezing, but we'll warm up into the 50s later this morning. Sunshine early on, but clouds will be on the increase as we head through this afternoon. And showers will follow once we get into this evening. So it will turn wet late today into tonight, but that rain should be out of here by tomorrow morning. Back to sunshine at 58. We have 55, mostly sunny on Friday with a few clouds late in the day out ahead of another storm system. This will bring us our next chance of rain on Saturday. Looks very wet early in the day, especially 67 on Saturday. will be drier Sunday at 61. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. New this morning, a woman is seriously hurt after her single-engine plane crashed into a pond on private property in Colleton County. Colleton County Fire Rescue say it happened in a rural area near Wiggins Road yesterday afternoon around 1130. That's about 12 miles south of the Green Pond community. They tell us the plane had just taken off from Buford when it apparently had mechanical problems, leading the pilot to turn back toward Buford. Here you can see pictures of that plane after it nosedived into a small pond in a local man's yard. The plane had a wing ripped off, spilling a large amount of fuel into the water and around the scene. The homeowner says he heard the plane hit some trees and ran to help the woman inside. She was the only person in the plane and was found unconscious with multiple injuries. The victim was taken to MUSC in critical condition. No word yet on her condition as of this morning. Families, friends and neighbors in the North Charleston community gathered last night to welcome in a new line of city leadership. As our Caitlin Ashbaugh tells us, last night's inauguration ceremony made history as Reggie Burgess became the city's first new mayor in three decades and its first ever black mayor. New Mayor Reggie Burgess and former police chief tells us he originally expected a crowd of 300 or maybe 400, but more than 1,000 showed up to see history being made. Burgess is the first ever black mayor in city history, and he'll take the place of Keith Summy, who's stepping down after serving the city for more than 30 years. North Charleston has since grown into the third largest city in the state of South Carolina. The community says they share sentiment with Burgess due to his decades-long service, with 34 years as a police officer and five years as chief of police. And when you look at North Charleston, it's a melting pot for people of all races. Everybody's welcome. All other areas are going to look at the city of North Charleston and try to use this as a blueprint for how they should run their cities. The city also welcomed 10 city officials to the council seat, five newcomers and five returning for another term. It's nothing to do with me. It's, it's the whole. I'm a team player. And I want to work with the council. I want to have a collegial relationship. Heading into the new year, Mayor Burgess says one of his first priorities is promoting unity and collaboration between the community and city officials. In North Charleston, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Life 5 News. 
The town of Somerville will be holding its own mayoral swearing in ceremony today. Russ Touchberry is set to be inaugurated as the town's newest mayor. He previously served as a councilman for Somerville District 3. Three council members will also be sworn in alongside the town's newest commissioner of public works. The ceremony will start at 4 p.m. at the Somerville Town Council Chambers. State lawmakers and prosecutors are hoping to raise the victim age for homicide by child abuse charges. Right now, the victim or child killed in a case has to be under the age of 11 for charges to be brought forward. Lawmakers across South Carolina say that limit is too young. They note that 18 years old is the mark of adulthood, so the law should reflect that. Advocates say it's an update that has been largely overlooked but should have wide bipartisan support. Lawmakers will be able to discuss the potential update once the new legislative session begins next week. A South Carolina lawmaker has pre-filed a bill that will help to alleviate the affordable housing crisis. If passed, this bill would allow South Carolina churches to build tax-free affordable homes. Live Five's Destiny Kennedy joins us live at the Public Services Building in North Charleston. So, Destiny, how would this bill benefit the communities and churches? Shelby, Katie, officials believe that this bill will satisfy the mission of churches to give back to their communities while also combating the affordable housing crisis. Representative Wendell Jones, along with other elected officials, prefiled the bill known as H-4544, which will allow churches to build affordable housing without being taxed. Representative Jones says there is an affordable housing shortage in every county of South Carolina, as well as an uptick in rent and the cost of single-family homes. Seeing that churches are already tax-exempt, this bill will allow these institutes to provide land for projects, which brings down the cost of building affordable housing and makes it easier to create these projects. If this bill is passed, churches would have to create a for-profit and maintain at least 10% ownership of the new development. This would provide taxable income that will go back to the state. Representative Wendell Jones talks about the feedback he has received from the public about this bill. They are absolutely excited about it. Um, honestly, I'm very grateful because whenever you put forth policy, you kind of brace yourself for pushback. Um, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of that. Uh, many people feel it's a creative way of, of doing it. Uh, it's a win win for all aspects of community. Representative Jones says it's a long process before this bill makes it to the Senate, but in the meantime, encourages South Carolinians to reach out to your local officials and let them know that you support this bill. Reporting live in North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. All right, Destiny, thank you. Some Uber drivers tell us they are frustrated over a lack of communication from the city of Charleston this weekend. Those concerns surrounding a 2016 city ordinance stating that rideshare vehicles cannot pick up or drop off passengers on parts of King and Market Streets at certain times on Fridays and Saturdays. But on New Year's Eve, Uber drivers tell us that restriction started earlier, causing additional confusion. And there is some relief coming, we're told. The Charleston Police Department says it's in the process of updating the ordinance and creating a pilot program for pickup and drop-off zones. A heads up for families with students set to attend Malcolm C. Hersey Montessori School. The opening of the school's new building is once again being delayed. Originally supposed to open today, the Charleston County School District says it's encountered unforeseen challenges and the safety and well-being of students remains the district's top priority. Hersey will have an e-learning day today and tomorrow 
We're told to expect your child's teacher to send out some more info via Google Classroom. Officials say right now they expect the building will finally open on Friday and they apologize for any inconvenience. Embattled Harvard president Claudine Gay says she is now stepping down. Gay was under fire in part by her responses at a congressional hearing last month and an ongoing plagiarism scandal. She was criticized by lawmakers for a lack of direct answers regarding policies to combat the bullying and harassment of Jewish students. Harvard announced Provost Alan Garber will be serving as interim president. At just six months, Gay had the shortest presidency of any Harvard president since the school was founded. At the top of the show, I gave you a multiple choice question about which state became our 49th on this date in 1959. Was it Alaska or Hawaii? You get a gold star if you chose Alaska. President Dwight Eisenhower signed a proclamation making Alaska, nicknamed the last frontier, the newest state in the union. Celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, actor Dabney Coleman is 92. Actress Victoria Principal is 74. Actor Mel Gibson is 68. Contemporary Christian singer Nicole Nordeman is 52. And singer Lloyd is 38. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. Powered by Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.